Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello again, one and all. This is the Wrestling Addict Show on Believe.com, Believe Network, ladies and gentlemen. You can hear us on the iHeartRadio app, the Google app. We can hear You can hear us on Apple, on Spotify, on Amazon. That's where you're hearing us right now on all of those and anywhere else that you can hear podcasts. And if you're not hearing us, you should be. You should be listening to the Wrestling Addict Damn Show. Right. Yeah, search for BTP Sports on the Believe Network website. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And I am Jimmy Anderson, sporting my boss man tank top here. Boss man. Boss man. If we're not careful, we could be serving hard time for Rafael (laughs) Guzman, who's walking with Elias right now. He's got that shirt on. And, of course, we also have the great macho. Richard. Because Walk. the cream rises to the top. To the top. That's right. And he's got that on. All right. Now, <laughs> I thought. I'm my guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go with Elias and sing us a little song. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Richard, Richard has been known to make people sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, there's, there's been a lot of discussion not only on our Wrestling Addict show page on Facebook and and even on Twitter, but also there's been a lot of discussion just in sports in general. They always say the Mount Rushmore of this, the Mount Mm. Rushmore of that. So Mm. I thought, guys, we could come up with our own Mount Rushmore's of wrestling, Mount Rushmore's. Damn, yeah, more than okay, yeah, more okay. than one. If we, if yeah. we could, yeah, if we could have four Mount Rushmores, we'd have like oh. the baby face Mount Rushmore of wrestling, the heel oh. Mount Rushmore, the manager one, the commentary one. I say you start with the good guys. Don't the good? Shouldn't the good guys always win? Shouldn't you start with the good guys? I don't okay. know. Okay. Just some lie. Just a little lie. Easy I don't enough. know. Easy enough. Yeah, we can start okay. with that. Usually the bad guys finish first, but let's just pretend in this case it's the baby faces. Now, let me start with you, Richard. Who might be on your baby face Mount Rushmore? Um, baby face. Um, yeah. In no particular order. Mm-hmm. And remember, we're only talking about the character, not the person, because I, right. I need to, to have that line of demarcation because there's mm-hmm. one person on my Mount Rushmore that I wouldn't I wouldn't piss to put out if he's on fire personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first one, of course, Hulk Hogan. OK, uh, without question, there was never arguably maybe the rock, but there's, there was never a baby face that was over like Hogan. Um, back in the day, every kid and the some adults ate their vitamins, said their prayers, did the little flex thing. He was the first crossover mainstream megastar wrestler as a babyface that crossed over into pop culture. Without question, Hogan's Hogan's on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I already alluded to it, The Rock, who is, I think he's taking the Hulk 
Hogan um, momentum to a new level because he became a a actual movie star. And it's so crazy now. If you talk to some of the young folks that don't know about his wrestling career, they know Dwayne Johnson, the actor, but they may not know or as well The Rock. They know he right. wrestled, but they don't know what he did, and they don't know how big he was in the business. So he, his his career as an actor is so damn big; is now rivals, you know, his wrestling career. So obviously, you know, he's definitely over, like super over. Um, personally, one of my, uh, I think without question, you know, I, I kind of call him, he's really sort of a tweener, but he was just so damn cool that like everybody wanted to be like him and is the nature boy, <laughs> Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! On the baby right. face one, huh? Well, he wasn't like a baby face per se, mm -hmm. but he's a guy that everybody wanted to be. Yeah. Flair was a little bit of both. Well, so yeah, I actually kind of sneak preview. I actually got him on both of my Mount Rush Wars. Flair uh -huh. is that damn big. The man <laughs> was the business. The swag, the women, the cars, the money. You know, everybody wanted to be Ric Flair. He was the guy who was the bad guy that everybody cheered for. So to me, that kind of gives him like a baby face like flavor because the baby face is the guy that everybody wanted to be, right? But Flair was was so so over in his character. Hell, everybody wanted to be like Ric Flair, baby. That's you know. True. So uh, he he's definitely on my Mount Rushmore, and then the uh, fourth one I have on my Mount Moore Mount Rushmore. Some may not agree, but one of my personal favorites is none other than the Bret Man, uh, the the Hitman Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. uh, when he yeah. came to the ring, uh, you know, just the excellence that he brought to the ring, like he was just the best, and he he wasn't lying. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. When he came out there, you know for damn sure you're gonna yep. get a very quality quality match. His interaction with his opponent, his interaction with the crowd, every kid in the world. I still want one of those pair of glasses, bro. Me too. I don't give a yeah. damn how old I am. I want a yeah. pair. Well, yeah. you see me, I want one. I'm gonna ask yeah. you. Yep. You know, that's to me, that's that's my Mount Rushmore baby face. I'm gonna go to eBay later and look for those glasses. <laughs> you yeah, got I me thinking. Some, I, want, I want some from Brett. I want him to sit in the front row. I want Brett to give me the glasses he wears. <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. All hey, right. Yeah. How about it, Raphael? Who have you got? So, in no particular order, I'm gonna say Jeff Hardy. Okay. As far as you said, baby face, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Oh heck yeah, bro. Jeff Hardy mm -hmm. was over with the fans. The, the kids loved him. He was a fan favorite. Um, I mean, despite all his personal, you know, because we, we said we're going to leave all that out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come on, dude. The guy was the guy was awesome. I mean, yeah. he was definitely a fan favorite. The crowd popped every time he came out. They the still kids do. loved him. They still do. Um, another one, I'm going to say Ray Mysterio. Mm -hmm. yeah. is, yes. is another baby face guy. I mean, you know, you're talking about an underdog. You're talking about a guy who... You know, he, he was what five feet four or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been in the business what thirty plus years at this point. Yes, he's still doing his thing. Yep, he's wrestling yeah. with his son now. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, dude, I got me a lucha libre mask upstairs. You know, I should have yeah. worn it. Yeah, you know, probably Richard would have probably thanked me if I would have worn it. And then uh, another one, as, like Richard said, Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's he's he's my all-time favorite wrestler. Y'all yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you definitely got a great match when he came out. He knew how to work the crowd. Who you I mean, are. this this guy yeah. was he was good on the mic. I mean, he was just a total yeah. package, dude. I mean, he was yes. just great. I mean, I just hate that his career ended the way it did. Yes. But you know, Thanks I go back and yeah, I go back and watch his match with the one, two, three kid. I watch yes. his, his matches with Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, dude, you you just Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this guy was that good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then the last one, man, I'm going to have to say Hogan, man. Yeah. Just like Richard said, you know, because Hogan, mm -hmm. uh, let's face it, when I was a kid, I, I, I wanted to be just like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. the whole vitamins, the prayers, you know, the, yeah. you know, what do you call those, those pillows that they had, the little, the buddies? Uh, wrestling buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah. The wrestling, wrestling buddies, yeah. you know, the action figures, yeah. you know? Yep. I mean, so I, I definitely would put him, uh, put those guys on the Mount Rushmore of, yeah. of, uh, of baby yeah. faces. And then, yeah. and then I'm going to add another guy to it. You add the fifth face. <laughs> I'm going to add a fifth one just, just because uh, I, I knew I was thinking about someone. I'm gonna have to say Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. Oh, Even though okay. he wasn't really a baby face, he was more right. like a neutral. True. Come on, man. True. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the rattle. You know, babies want to drink beer. You know what I'm saying? Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin, he came out, he talked trash, he yep. kicked ass. You know, he, I mean, the fans loved him. You know, he, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, he really kind of changed the course of the way baby faces operate, didn't he? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of, you know, being the clean cut baby face kind of guy, you know, it's more like the fan favorite who breaks the rules, but you still love him because he. Right. Cause now, let, me ask you, let me ask you this, Richard. Let me ask you this. Give me two honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Well, I didn't mention Stone Cold, so he would have to be one for me. Um, uh, let's see. Stone. What about Man, RBD? So- no, he was big. I would say, yeah, not 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 per se one of my favorites, but I have to respect what you know what he did for the business and how big he yeah. is in the business. Um, and I I, I I I bust his balls all the time, but it's you know you got to pay respect to the Fruity Pebbles champion, uh, uh John Cena, because. Uh-huh. He's not. He's not quite the Rock. He's damn sure not. You know, Stone Cold or Hogan or anything like that. But he, oh, Cena, he's a legend. Yeah, he has yeah. his own generation of you know fans that he connected with, and you know, it, it's it's just almost it, it, to me. It kind of limited his career because he got so deep into being a babyface that he, he couldn't turn heel because he was afraid that it might have ruined his career. I I think it would have been badass. I would have. Yeah. I probably. And I think most of the grown men that don't like John Cena mm-hmm. probably would have wound up liking John Cena if he would have turned heel. Yeah, but it was a big risk he would have took if he would have did that. You know, to alienate himself from he sold more merchandise than just by anybody, as far as I, as far as I know. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I agree. Yeah, he's a he's a monumental babyface. Yeah, he, he's definitely. Oh, he still is. Yeah, you know they're doing a whole. He. He went just. He stopped just short of saying he's retiring, but we know it's coming, and yeah. they're already talking about you know basically giving him a retirement tour. So, you know, he just had his 20th anniversary with the WWE, and you know they're already doing a big mm-hmm. deal. So you know the end is the he's he's the end is near, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, you know they're gonna make a big deal out of it on the way out the door. Yeah, I wanna I wanna go through mine now. Um, I've been thinking, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I'm trying to go by strictly the category of babyface, which is kind of mm-hmm. tricky to do. Yeah. I'm going to say my first one, Bob Backlund, the babyface. Bob, Bob Backlund. Oh, yeah. And the he was a heel, I, too. I remember I'm, that. Yeah, but, like, he was, like, the face of the Worldwide Wrestling Federation back in the day. Yeah. So if we're strictly going by babyface in the strictest sense of the word, I'd have to put him as a clean-cut babyface if you really think about it. Another one I would go for who I don't think ever did heel in his career was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Mm. He never played heel. I don't yes, believe he ever did the heel yes, role. Yes, 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 yes. NWA, the WWF, yeah. and WCW. Yeah. Um, never played the heel role when he was an active wrestler. So that's another one right there because he was yeah. very by the book. Rare. I mean, he had that fire, you know, and sometimes he'd throw punch, but really was like a very by the rules yeah. kind of baby thing, as was Bob Backlund, maybe Backlund more so, in fact. Um, I want to also add Bret Hart for the reasons already mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, um, playing to the children, giving the, the sunglasses and all of those. Oh, sunglasses. Great, great, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I do too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, ain't nobody gonna wear pink, but I mean, he made it look cool, you know. He made it cool, he made pink look cool, man. Yeah, the the last one I gonna want to go with, even though he was a heel for his most famous part of his career, but everybody loved him, including me, Andre the Giant. Mm, Remember when he was the baby face, you know, in the 70s into the early 80s, you know, with the NWA, even with the AWA, Mid South. 
problems. And then his early WWF stint, uh, or second stint, I guess. Um, just the gentle giant at that yeah. point. But it was really angry if you got him mad. And right. you know, would really be violent. But I'd have to go with those four, at least for me. As, well, as Andre the, actually uh, sacrificed that for Hogan. Yes. You know, he turned super heel when he mm -hmm. started working with Hogan. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. And he did everything he could to put Hogan over, and it worked. It did. Yeah, and I guess yeah. if I'd have to put a fifth, I Hogan, but he really was never the cleanest babyface. If you remember, he would rake the back and scrape the eyes of the heels. Um, you guys remember that in those matches? Mm -hmm. Like, if you go back to the match at WrestleMania two he had with King Kong Bundy, he's doing all of that stuff. I mean, he's like wrestling. Yeah, that's the Hogan couldn't wrestle worth it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, Hogan he he started hulking up and doing this, right. you know, yeah, and, and, yeah. and I mean, that's so, what made it cool, you know. I, I guess maybe I could put Hogan on there just for the popularity or like, a, like an honorable mention for you, yeah, or, and, and yeah, because I, I, I always think of like Bob Backlund in that saccharine category of babyface before he, you know, came back on turned on Honored Skull and, and became heel and went crazy. Mr. Backlund, I want to run for president, that kind of. Um, which was a great character too in its own right. And John Cena, I'd have to definitely give an honorable yeah. mention. He was like, even though he had a little bit of, you know, not often heelish tactics, but he definitely placated to the youth. This is, this yeah, is really tough, man. I'm just, I'm it just is thinking tough. about yeah, all the, tough. and you, you have so many guys that kind of cross over like, damn, he's awesome, he's great, but where would you put him, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like the Undertaker, man. The Undertaker, right? Man. That's exactly what exactly. he crosses over so many, right? You know, too. They um, kind of walked the line a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, and even Jake Roberts, when he was a baby face, he wasn't yeah. completely a baby face, so that's right. what made it hard for me because he had that dark side to him a little bit. Right. That's, uh, that's kind of what I think of with Flair, yeah, and like exactly. Flair, the baby face yeah. Flair that I like was him and Bischoff, and then also uh, Flair versus Vince. Mm-hmm. You know, so then you got that yeah. that component too. Like he was oh, he was big, he was big in those roles. I can't believe I didn't mention Sting. We didn't mention Sting. Yeah. That's yeah. The that's baby face. We that's need like eight or nine faces on this. I, you can't list. really, yeah. That's really hard to do. <laughs> well, that's um, why that's why I said you need a bigger mountains because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's it's really it, it really is hard to it is to put them because yeah. everybody you guys have mentioned. Deserves to be on there, like like you said, yeah. Cena. I mean, come on, Cena's been like babyface for years, years, right. yeah. And you know, still to this day, he is. You know, and I even I'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, oh my god, how disrespectful we think about guys like Hacksaw Duggan. Yes, yeah, Junkyard yeah, Dog. Like, then, yeah, those guys were like way over. Like every kid they wanted were. two by four Ooh. and say, oh, <laughs> and even you know, the big boss man. Yeah. <laughs> The Macho yeah. Man too. I mean, you know, ever, what you about know, tag always. teams like you know babyface tag teams? Rock and yeah. Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. The Rockers. Yes. Yep. Oh, definitely the Rockers. Yep. Um, and you might and the Young Stallions in the WWF if you're going strictly by babyface, or even the Road Warriors if you're not, because they were massively popular. Everybody yeah. cheered for them, even though yep. oh, they weren't. Yeah strict baby faces they were yeah. in the categorical sense but not in the style sense you know right and they tried to turn them heel against the midnight Express, but they didn't work because everybody loved right. them right. and or they turned That's on true. sting rather i think and the midnight Express. yeah but right. um, i think they were still getting cheered when they gave sting the uh the doomsday device mm -hmm. in the ring and mm -hmm. you know jr sold it perfectly my god he just broke his neck right there and everybody's still <laughs> cheering <laughs> Way he took the bump it's like i got a feeling we'll see we'll, we'll be hearing a bit about yeah. jr later on we show. sure will yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so i think we've got the baby face about covered have we not yeah yeah okay now how about the heels i think that's the natural Ooh. progression to go to the <laughs> richard heels. Now, richard's a heel himself richard oh richard's <laughs> going yeah i see he's all but salivating at the mouth like yeah. i if i want to start one of those weird kids like i always like the bad guys so a I lot of people are like I was, that i was i was rooted for the riddler and the joker mm -hmm. you know I was, I was that i was that kid i like mumra you know, saying I was that guy. I, I, yeah. I'm a Megatron fan. Yeah, I was like Skeletor or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was that guy. You know. <laughs> what about Gargamel on the Smurfs? I'm sure. You uh, I thought Gargamel was a jackass, but okay. <laughs> 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 a grown man trying to chase some little two-inch blue animals. 
Yeah, you find something to do with yourself, man. You that's right. Well, that's fair enough. Anyway. That been, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> excluding the cartoon characters of the yeah. 80s, Richard Walker, who would you put on your heel Mount Rushmore? If I can cannot do? even start my list without the man on my shirt. Oh, yeah. Wow. Macho man. Macho man. Macho man. Macho man. Oh, I like the ultimate... <laughs> But he was the hero that you had to love because I will sit and watch and I'll be like, I know he's coming on. I know he's coming on. I, I would watch wire to wire just to see when Macho Man is going to cut on cover, cut a promo. Because mm -hmm. I know this. I, I know he's going to give me one. The Macho King. So yeah, without, exactly. without question, Macho Man, without question. Uh -huh. I already, I already gave y'all one of them earlier, uh, Ric Flair. I mean, mm -hmm. he goes to me, yes. he goes both ways. The dirtiest um, player in the game, bro. Right? The dirtiest player in the game. You know, the guy that you hate, but you love to hate, but you hate to love. You know, mm -hmm. he's just that dude. He's that damn big that he goes on both Mount Rushmore's. Mm -hmm. Um, oh man, we're getting this now. It's getting tough. Yes. Um. I would say the next heel that I would put on uh, only because his moment was so big and like it was like one of the biggest jaw dropping moments in 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 the in the business in the history of business. And you know, I I, I know I bust his chops every chance I get. And there is, an, I can't think of a single Wrestling Addicts episode where I have not said the name Edward, Edward Lesnar. The dude ended the street. Yeah, he's a good heel. Yeah, you're right. He mm -hmm. ended the street. That is like one of the biggest heel pop moments that I can think of. Yeah. Because, like, they got all of us off guard with that. Like, nobody oh, yeah. expected Nobody that. saw it coming. They, yeah. Nobody mm -hmm. saw that one coming. And that that was the fuel for the rest of his career. Like he was good before the end, but that made him great. And um, yeah, he and for him to 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 have that distinction, I mean, he, he gotta he has to be on the, the 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 top, you know, four or five, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And heels, and of course, the one guy that we uh, talked about on the last show, you hadn't had a chance to go see it. Vince McMahon, <laughs> boss. Everybody yeah. hates the boss. Mm -hmm. Everybody hates the boss. So I think, without question, Vince is on is on the, the Mount Morris more also. Okay. All right, Raphael, how about it? Are we doing honorable mentions too? Or, oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention. I went back and forth a million times, but somewhere, somehow, you got to find a place for my man, Mister Perfect. Mm. Oh yeah. He's almost too yeah. likable, though, but he was a great heel. But, geez, that's a tough one, too. But he was a heel. That's the thing. He was, yeah. yeah. And, the, yep. and even in the – I don't even know about the strictest sense. I mean, he wrestled so technically well. Right. Even when Bret Hart was, he was a heel. So he was and so arrogant. That's yeah. He carried the heel part well, yes. Yeah, he did. And so and did the, the other, The other guy that's on my on my heel, Mount Rushmore, is Ted DiBiase. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He made people kiss his feet, man. I mean, <laughs> Rob Van Dam, remember he yeah. made RVD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved RVD too, by the way, Raphael. I yeah. forgot to mention that earlier. He was one of my of favorites. Course, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, he was. He was the whole and show. Yeah, he was. Um, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Edge up there because you know Edge, you know the open. He's underrated. The, the He's very yeah, underrated. The rated R superstar, the ultimate opportunist. I mean, this guy literally cashed in the money in the bank when Cena was already out. Like, I mean, he cashed it in and took advantage of it, you know. Um, and then the, for him to, to drag the real life storyline, him cheating with Lita into yeah. real, like that's mm. the real yeah yeah oh that's some heel shit right there, man. Like oh like yeah, and you so. like actually working with this guy, you banging his girl, man. Like damn. Oh yeah, I you mean, know he, he, was, some, he was a great heel I mean, right there, man. I mean, he mm -hmm. was just a flat-out jerk, and and yeah. that's what a heel is supposed to be, man. He's good, so he's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. The next yeah. one on my list is definitely Triple H. Yeah, the oh, game. Wow, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. You know, the cerebral yeah. assassin. You know that this Can't dude. Yeah, this dude took advantage of it. I mean, 
he married the boss's daughter, you know, all yep. this stuff, you know, he, he did all these things. He invaded WCW. This was before his heel turn, but, but still, right. you know, he turned his back on X-Pac at WrestleMania. And, yeah. uh, was it WrestleMania, Jimmy? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I it was, think right? I think it was. Sounds about, yeah, I think it was. Um, so he was, right. he was definitely yeah. another heel. I mean, he's just a great dude. Uh, another one, I'm going to say Randy Orton. I'm talking about uh, the, the legend killer. The legend killer, yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah. The legend yeah. killer, Randy Orton, is a heel. I mean, yeah. you're talking about he, May Young, freaking Jake. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, then he, he, you know, he kicked Vince McMahon in the head. He was he was going around punting people in the head, like causing yeah. concussions, doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, you can't take that away from, from him. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I'm thinking who else? Because I know I had it on the top of my head. I said Randy Orton. I said Triple H. Oh, Vince McMahon, of course. Mm. You mentioned Hill. Yeah. You, you can't you can't mention Hill without Vince McMahon. Right. Uh, the boss. The you boss. Know, I mean, people are chanting asshole to this dude when he comes out to the ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, an honorable mention, man. Ravishing Rick Rude. Ooh. Yes. Come on, man. Shame Come on, on me for this, not this, Yeah. This dude came out yeah. and insulted everyone. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy, give me an impression. Who was that? He had the, the picture of his wife. Um, let me think wife. here. Um, Who was that? Who was that? I got this old microphone here. Remember this? Uh, what I'd like to have right now <laughs> is for all you fat, out of shape, Houston hillbillies. <laughs> Keep the noise down while I take my robe off. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, this dude, who, who this dude was calling people. That he had, was that Jake the Snake's wife that he had on his tights? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah, he I had mean, a dude. picture of this man's wife on his tights. <laughs> I mean, that, that like, come on, I mean, man. He's he's definitely up there, man. Uh, and he I mean, was stirred. He would work that before the match. He's over before the, he even he made a single spot. Dude, there was a there, there was a a time in WCW where he came out where he couldn't even talk. That's he was getting booed so loud he couldn't. Yes, even get his promo. I know, I know That's exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. think that, was that the Super Brawl two clip. Yep, oh, man, this dude was. Yeah. He was getting heat from well, the crowd. What to have right. right now? And he looked around. Because everybody was still going nuts. What I'd like to have right now. <laughs> and everybody again. And he's looking around. What? I, and he had to try it a third time. And I think he just had to go through it because time was going to run out anyway. They couldn't even get to the mat. I yeah. heard, uh, I want to say it was Cornette talking about, like, they had to uh, have extra security and, like, take him out, like, like, different times. Like, he would go out, like, with the ring crew and – like they slashed the tires on his car. He had so much heat. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they would have someone else. Like he had so much heat. They would have somebody else book his hotels mm -hmm. and like sneak him into the hotel because like they were afraid people were gonna go find him at the hotel to try to whip his ass. Like he was that over. Like he was that. I mean, this dude was coming out cutting promos, saying he was calling the crowd piss ants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poughkeepsie piss ants or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. But uh, he would always localize it too. He localized the assault. Yeah. So wherever he go, he making personal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ted DiBiase, another. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. You caught it earlier. I mean, I mean, everybody's got a price. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, you're up, man. Okay, it's a tough one. Um, it's tough. It's very yeah. tough. God. Okay. Well, I definitely have to put on there because now what. Richard said was a big uh, changer in the business, but I think this one was as well. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hollywood yeah. Hulk mm. Hogan. Not Hulk Hogan, but beach. Hollywood. Hollywood. NWO Hogan. Yes. Changed everything and revitalized his career because his career was like yep. dying, basically. It was old. His career it was, was a flickering candle. And then he brought it back to life with that one character change, and it worked. Um, yep. We've mentioned Ric Flair for the obvious reasons. Dirtiest player in the oh, game. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, God, you know, I've got to go old school with Rowdy Roddy Piper yeah. in the mid-80s during the rock and wrestling era. Mm -hmm. I mean, he <laughs> punt-kicked Cindy Lauper. 
<laughs> During the record ceremony, Captain Lou gets a gold record. Dick Clark is the presenter. It's at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Then Piper comes in there, breaks the record over Lou Albano's head. Cindy Hopper tries to save him, and then she gets kicked across the ring. Dave Wolf, her manager, her music manager, gets just absolutely slammed into the canvas. And everybody on MTV hated the guy. I mean, yeah. like the reporters, everybody. I mean, it's like he comes out there. He breaks a guitar before his uh, uh, War to Settle the Score match, which was live on MTV. That was another thing. And when they're announcing his, everybody is just going nuts with booze. They're just—you can't even hear the announcer practically. I mean, it's crazy. Um, He was like one of the biggest, one of the earliest mainstream heels in wrestling. I guess no question. Yeah, Um, yeah, no doubt. And I guess on that same line, I'd have to go with Rick Rude as well because of all the heat and the nuclear heat that he got. Yeah. Um, but of course, honorable mentions the Macho King, Macho Man. You know, he would he would just go nuts. Yeah. I mean, you never knew where he was going to be in the ring at one point or another. Sometimes he just yeah. randomly climbed to the top rope, do the double X handle, the guy on the outside, throw him right back in, and do his thing. And, you and know who we we didn't mention? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. No. But we'd be remiss if we didn't mention JBL. Yeah, JBL was a damn good heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, I mean, he was. He in, was. I mean, inside and out. Uh, I would. I mean, this guy, he was. I mean, doing the clothesline from hell. I mean, just mm-hmm. just being a complete jerk. Like, yes, you know, he's got money. Absolutely. He's a businessman. It was. He pulls it, it off very like, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he did a great job. You know. Yeah, and I gotta give Eddie Guerrero that honorable mention too. I mean, he played that role perfectly. Oh yeah, yeah. Eddie was a good heel too, man. Steel. You're right. Yeah, it was perfect at it. And I think another one that's got to get a mention is Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes, his psychology for wrestling. Right. No matter what side he played on, but I think he was better as a heel. Yeah. Uh, and he was just he could mesmerize you with his low dulcet tone mm-hmm. you know he didn't have to scream at you he would basically just tell you the way it was and remember the time he smacked elizabeth when he was in yep. that feud with the macho man yep. oh the crowd went nuts yep. that was bad i mean just really bad oh one yeah. other guy that I, I i'm ashamed that i didn't even mention him the iron sheik oh yeah oh, of yeah. course yeah. yeah yeah you're right he man. was another I mean, early. yeah the man spat on the American flag. I could do <laughs> the Iron Sheik. You're talking about yeah. the Iron Sheik. And he can, I said I could say anything. I Fuck the whole token. Fuck it, you brother. I'm fucking the ass and make it happen. Did you, hey, hey Rich, you, you still follow his tweets? Oh, my God. If you, <laughs> I do. Man, if y'all not following the Iron Sheik, I do. Twitter, you, you miss it. You miss it. I out. do. <laughs> Every day, every day, it's just not a dull moment without that guy. My favorite was, good night, sweetheart. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Man. The Iron Sheik. I think Hernandez was another guy that was a good heel, too. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? I mean. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Uh, The three eyes, the intensity, integrity, and intelligence. Is that it? Yes. Now, what was funny about him was he was a heel by being a baby face right. in a time Definitely. when everybody liked the heels. He was a dork. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a baby was, face that just yeah. didn't work. He was like, you know where screw you out. Yeah. I he think that was the idea. He tried the baby face thing. It just didn't work. Like, he's a Olympic champion. It, like, wasn't that the idea, though? Hmm? For him to be the baby face? Wasn't that him to be? Wasn't that the idea for him to be the baby yeah. face? And be yeah, yeah he just won. He had just won. The I'm Olympics. just here to wrestle. And then they boo the hell out. Yeah, like nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Until they saw him wrestle, and they're like, right. "Yeah, exactly." Yeah. Um, oh, you know, one that they did try as a babyface. We didn't mention him, but they actually did try a babyface role with him, and it didn't work. And it was the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. They actually, when he first came in yeah. to the WWF in 1986, he came in as a babyface. Yeah. And they were booing the hell out of him for real because they didn't like him. And then they did this fake letter campaign. Do you approve of the Honky Tonk Man or do you not? And then, of course, Jesse Ventura had to deliver the bad news. He was not approved. And then he went off on a tangent about that and yeah. became a big mega heel. He was, um, a, he was a very good heel, too. Very good. Yeah. He was a very yeah. good heel. But, and, but I, it's hard to watch the, that footage of him coming out there slapping the fans' hands and high-fiving people. It didn't work. No. You know, he was just a better heel. 
Yeah. Jerry Lawler was coming a great out with that pink Cadillac and the chicks in the background with the guitar. <laughs> Who was it? Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. yeah. And and Sensational Sherry was Peggy Sue. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else should we talk? Oh yeah, the, the you know I was thinking about you know we you mentioned Cornette. You mentioned Paul, did you mention Paul Heyman earlier also? Because we got to talk about the manager's hall, uh, uh, oh, Mount Rushmore. That's man. why I bring it up. This made this made to be the most difficult Mount Rushmore of all to me. Okay. Because there's so many. There's so many. And they're all kind of clumped up in that same you, area. Do you want to think about it for and let me – Yeah, I, I need a little time yet? to move on it, man. Okay. As far as what, like managers? The yeah, managers. managers. Yeah. yeah. Like a, the Mount Rushmore of managers? Right. Yes. Um. I'm going to say as far as baby – well, no, he, we're talking about heel managers. It I'm gonna doesn't matter. Jimmy Hart. Heel or baby. I'm going to say Jimmy Hart is probably up there because, you know, yeah. Jimmy Hart, he uh, managed a lot of the heel wrestlers, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think at one point he was managing Earthquake, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're absolutely right. You know, hey, I'm getting old, brother. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going straight off of the dome. No, I remember uh, it. Uh-huh. In fact, you know, they attacked but, I mean, Andre the Giant. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh -huh. this guy was annoying. You know, he came out with the megaphone talking yeah. trash to them and doing all this stuff. And it was oh, annoying. baby, you can do it, baby. You can do it. Yeah. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> but it worked. You got him in your front. Yeah. It really worked, you know, mm -hmm. so I think he was a very good um, heel manager. Um, but my favorite, favorite heel manager of all time is Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yes. No, no, of course. Bobby no the course. Brain Heenan was just, just, I mean, he was just a cheater. I mean, he, he did whatever he had to do, the bad guy was going to win. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what he he didn't care, and right. then he yeah. was a heel commentator too, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely, you know, one of the greats, and and we don't see that nowadays, you know. It's, no. it's, it's, right. it's missing, mm -hmm. and so um, you know, you just like Rick Flair, you know, the dirty player in the game, you know, mm -hmm. he was just that right. that guy. He was just a heel manager, and mm -hmm. it worked, you know. Yeah, I right. mean, the guys that he managed were successful. Mm -hmm. Mr. Perfect, one of them. Oh yeah. Right successful career intercontinental champion yeah. um and then as far as another heel manager i'm gonna say stephanie mcmahon mm -hmm. now they came can out be with triple H. or baby faces it doesn't matter if you whatever yeah. you decided you want to be on yeah uh, i would say her man she she okay. was i mean she was a bitch <laughs> she was but but that was her role man that's what right. she, that's yeah. what she needed to do uh -huh. and so and she, it was the contrast she, because if you remember when the stephanie first came out she was the sweet innocent little oh, yeah. yeah and then yeah. she just turned into a b-i-t-c-h overnight yeah yeah exactly yeah because yeah. yeah, at first she was the you know the undertaker abducted her and then she was oh the, yeah and then triple yeah. a supposedly got a drunk and they got married and then, oh everybody yeah. feels so sorry then she was like you know what <laughs> yeah. yeah that was that was a plot twist bro she slapped her dad yes and her mom too right yeah she's the mama too slapped her mom yeah yeah she slapped her mom and then her dad and then that's the know. epitome of cruel yeah yeah and so you know it's all right. Stone Cold got all of the McMahons later on. You know? <laughs> all of them, yeah. All Not four. The, well, all of them except Linda with that terrible bump that she took. <laughs> she'll, she'll never live down with that. Linda was the worst McMahon on television. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, by far. She couldn't, she couldn't talk. She couldn't act. Um, she had trouble breathing on cue, I think. <laughs> uh, and, and she, she ran a horrible campaign. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richard's never going to let that one go. I'm never going to let it go. I, mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. They changed the whole I company. Would, I would have run against Linda McMahon. I would have beat her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With $18 in campaign uh, funds, I would have whipped her ass. <laughs> was that all four for you, by the way, manager-wise? For the managers, was that all four? Any honorable I know, mentions? Bro. I can't count, oh. bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I told you, man, this is a tough category, though. It is a tough. Are you ready, yeah, or do you want to? You want to take right, some I'm more ready. time, Richard? Okay, go ahead. Okay, for for me, one guy for sure has to be there because he was a guy who changed the entire industry, and like we said before, he was a dude that was a visionary. Um, Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. Paul Heyman yeah. has resurrected, saved, or changed so many careers. Absolutely. He said it himself. Mm -hmm. When Doink the Clown was around there with a red nose, 
fucking around with the gobbledygooker, Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin was drinking his first beer in ECW. Yeah. True. And he was that that type of guy that he built characters. And he was a, the perfect accent to a character, especially the big, stupid guys that can't talk, like Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Roman Reigns, you know, those kind of guys. He was the mouthpiece for him. He's the energy. Yeah. He's the guy that he was the show. And he, you know, you know, he 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 worked so well as a manager and uh you know really built their characters that all they had to do was go in there and work because he did all the talking. So mm-hmm. without question, Paul Heyman. Um you know, absolutely before, yeah. yeah. I think you both mentioned Bobby the Brain Heenan. I think that his career speaks for itself. There's no no yeah. question. Um one guy that we didn't mention um, that I think didn't speak much, but his nonverbal behaviors really carried a, a lot of weight. Is Mr. Fuji? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, actually, Fuji. I was going to bring up Mr. Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 I mean, he he did great for Yokozuna. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, Mr. Made the, he even made the Berserker look like a legitimate uh, guy, right. character. Right. You know, in '91. And right. then the demolition too. Right. Um, let's see, who would I do? My fourth man uh manager. Uh hmm. uh Jimmy Hart, bro. I'm telling you, he's easy. Yeah, no, 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 no. I I know I, I can't I can't leave this guy off the list. Okay. Jim Cornette. Yeah, I can't I can't oh. I can't leave Cornette off the list. I can't yeah. I, I just can't. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. Jim Cornette yeah. was great, man. I mean, when yeah. he was managing the British Bulldogs, and, and he Owen was Hart again another I mean, guy who added a different element mm-hmm. to those tag teams that he managed, to all those guys that he managed. You know, he would be the the, the guy who take the heat. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, he was over with the crowd. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was a, he was another one of those guys they had to hide and go to shady motels in the middle of the night because he couldn't even be seen in public because they there was just so many threats against him. Oh, yeah. He was great, man. Well, you know... I think he managed Yokozuna also, right? Yeah. Yeah. For a little while, yeah. Now, Richard, you know, you and I being from Houston, we can't dismiss the fact that Jim Cornette was in Mid-South and worked Mm -hmm. with Paul Bosch as well. And in fact, one time, Paul Bosch had to tell Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express to get out of there because they were going to get killed. By the right. fans, because yeah, the like fans of the Coliseum were going crazy. Literally and going to kill them. The yeah. promoter told them, get out of here now. This right. is going too far. You guys are egging them on too much. Yeah. You know, when uh, that's yeah. happening, that's that's a, a that's sign serious. of a yeah. heel. So Jim Cornette uh, would have to be my – do you have any honorable mentions, uh, Richard? Honorable mentions? Um, I say Paul Bearer, but the only reason I, I didn't include him is like he's limited to just The Undertaker. Right. He, you know, and the other one, uh, kind of the same. Captain Lou Albino, limited. Really? Well, great, but limited. Yeah, he had quite a few though, like in the olden days of the WWF. Yeah. Um, Oh, one other guy that comes to mind. Another guy uh, that I can't believe we forgot about. Classy Freddie Blassie. He was going to be on my list too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right there, uh, that's that's yeah. two of them. Uh, Freddie yeah. Blassie yeah. and Jim yeah. Cornette are two of them. Yeah. You've already, you guys have already mentioned Bobby the Brain Heenan. I won't do uh, go into the same reasons, but I mean, he goes back to the '60s with yeah. you know Blackjack Lanza, and uh, then he managed in the '70s and had a thing or a feud with uh, Pepper Gomez up in. Uh, Chicago, I think it was Bob Luce's promotion. I think mm-hmm. um, where any anyway. So you had those guys. Um, I I always thought about Captain Lou as well because you know he even managed Hogan at the first WrestleMania. He had turned babyface by that point, and True. so we had Hogan. He managed the British Bulldogs at one time. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, um, later That's on, right there, bro. yeah, uh huh. Uh, it was like his last team. I thought no, the machines were. Uh, he had the machines. He had. Um, a number of guys. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of throw him in there as well, just for that sake. And um, who else should I go? I mean, cause there's, again, there's so many guys and, you know, so few spaces, so to speak, but. Um, you went, you went with Stephanie. Um, yeah. Raphael. I think, I think sensational Sherry didn't get enough credit either. 
Yeah. Oh, see, that was I was going to bring her up too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she was definitely a great manager. Marla Those Heat. Those are yeah, but but my Marshall four. Marla Heat, Sean, Sean Michaels. Marshall King. I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah, and Sh and Sean Michaels. You said Sean Michaels. Yeah. Yep. I got to go with. I'm going to go with my final one. I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Hart. But honorable mention, sensational Sherry, as you said, because Sherry could do it all. She could wrestle, yep. manage. Yep. She could talk. Yep. She was yep. the whole package for women's yep. wrestling. Yep. I think she was ahead of her time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Miss Elizabeth is another honorable mention uh, with the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. You know, she Absolutely. Yeah, Elizabeth. I know she was limited to the Macho Man, but everybody knew Elizabeth. You know what I mean? mean? Really she was just the damsel in distress. It was like it was the same thing every time. What? Okay. Jesus. We forgot the Slickster. Oh. Slick. Oh, we forgot the Slick. The Doctor of Style. Yes. Yeah. Oh, how could we forget? How could we forget about the Dr. Style? Paul Heyman, of course, um, for the reasons you mentioned. I, Paul Heyman has been relevant in every era of wrestling. Have you noticed yep. that? Yep. In the cartoon era, the extreme era, attitude era, ruthless he aggression his, era. his brainchild. Yeah. But he's, oh, yeah. Exactly. But he can work in any style of wrestling. And that Absolutely. is not, that's not a trait that a lot of people can, can, can lay claim to. Right now, the Undertaker can with wrestling, right? And even Bob Backlund fit into two generations of the WWF in different right. ways as a babyface, right. and then as that mega heel that was cartoony. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's pretty good for the managers, don't you guys think? Yeah, yeah. Now I say, yeah, gotta, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, like nowadays you don't really see that many managers. I mean, you know, there are some guys that are that are you know one guy that I think is very talented. You know that. Could be a manager. I still, I think he still has a lot to contribute wrestling wise. But I, I, I put MVP up there, man. Yeah. MVP is great on the mic. Mm. He is, yeah, he's he is. good at talking trash. He's good at promoting a match. Mm. I mean, I love what they did with the hurt business. I just hate how they ended the faction. Yeah, you know? they, but, they, they, you know, they had so much more meat on that moon. I mean, you mm. know, but here's a guy that I, I, I honestly, I think if anybody could be the next like big manager, I yep. would put MVP up there, man. Yeah. MVP, he, he, the dude could sell. Right. I mean, he, you know, when, when he mm -hmm. talks, people listen, mm -hmm. you know, he knows how to interact with the crowd. He gets a crowd reaction. Um, and like I said, and he, the still thing he does, you know, that, that I think is big now is his presence on social media. I don't know if y'all yeah. follow him, but oh, like, he, yeah. man, he, he go at people on Instagram. Like he don't give a damn. You you go on you go on his Instagram and, and talk some foods just as you want to. He gonna bust your ass up right there. He don't yeah. care. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, I just love how when he comes out and you know, like he was talking about Bobby Lashley, and yeah. now he's promoting Omas. You know, Omas is still fairly green at this point in his career. He's very but, green. But you know, but, John but green honestly, Knight. I I could I could see MVP working wonders in his career. Yeah. I yeah. think that that was a perfect pairing to you know to, to put them two together. I wish they would have just put him in the hurt business and just let him be the big guy. I do too. And just, I do know, too. Let Bobby be the face, and you got Shelton Benjamin, and you know you got the yeah. big old you know big giant you know just like the muscle. You know, yeah, that one worked. Exactly. Yeah. So those are great. Really would have liked that they would absorb New Day in there too because I think yeah. that that gimmick is running its course. Them, them them guys could have went in there, especially with Big E being hurt. You know. Right. Dude, that was a nasty injury, bro. Yeah, oh, my goodness, man. He's he's was, lucky to be alive. He is. That was bad. Yeah. I mean, that neck. Dude, that I mean, was a bad. His injury, neck was so damn big and thick. He would. Yes. He was a normal guy. He would have. He would uh -huh. have been out of there. That happened to Taz too. He broke his neck in ECW. Walked into the hospital, and they were surprised because he had broken his neck like completely. Yeah. But his neck muscles Dude, were holding it. If you look at you know like Kurt Taz, Hanks. Sabu, Stone Cold mm -hmm. Steve Austin. These guys have had some terrible neck injuries. And Kurt Angle. We can't forget right. about Kurt Angle. Kurt. Yeah. His neck I mean, Alita, when she did that dive yeah. outside the room, dude, her neck is just like, oh, man. Mm. Yeah. Ouch. It just, well, I want to. Sorry, my, my mic went out. So. Oh, no, that's all right. Y'all hear me? Yeah, yep. I can hear you. Oh, you're good. Um, okay. All right, well, while you're adjusting that, I want to go now to the commentary. Mount Rushmore. Now, mm. Mount Rushmore, calm down. I want to. I want to start this one if I can, okay. uh, because that's Being something near. Yeah, that's kind of something near and dear to my heart <laughs> yeah, because I've yeah. done commentary for sports. I've done a little bit for a little bit for wrestling too, and of course, the first one I want to go with is Jim Ross. I think that's unquestionable. I mean, he's been. Um, 
the greatest, really. He's become that over the years. He's commentated in so many different iterations and generations and promotions as well. Um, I'd also have to put in there Gorilla Monsoon. Mm -hmm. Even as a wrestler, he sort of became more well-known as a commentator, play-by-play-wise. Um, I'd have to definitely go with him, put him in there. Um, also, I'm thinking Gordon Sully who sort of influenced mm. Jim Ross and right. was considered the dean of wrestling announcers. Mm. Uh, he was fantastic. He knew all the names of the holds. In fact, he went as far as to have the wrestlers before each show demonstrate the holds on him so he knew yeah. how they felt and where they applied pressure so he could sell it accordingly. You don't have a lot of announcers going to that great of a length now. That's, that's true. It, it isn't. Yeah, I mean, they don't. And I think... For my fourth, um, let's see, who did I? Okay, I've already gone with the other three, with Jim Ross, Monsoon, uh, Gordon Sully, and um, oh my God! I mean, we've talked about the color guys like Bobby Heenan and you know, and Jerry Lawler as well as Jesse Ventura, and as far as I don't know whether I want to keep it play by play or not, or whether I want to, you know. Vince was another honorable mention for me because of the way he, he announced. Um, he, he kind of inspired me to be uh, an announcer. As a matter of fact, that, that tone in his voice, that excitement, that energy that he would have. And I think as far as announcers go, the last one I would include would be Mean Gene Okerlund because he could do mm. it all. He yeah. could ring announce. He could commentate. He could interview. He was so well-rounded. And I'd also have to give honorable mention, though, to Tony Schiavone, who still does a great job in yeah. AEW. Mike Tanay, as you mentioned on another show, Raphael. Um, gosh, there's there's just so many that have been great. But I guess those would be my, my top four. Jim Ross, uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Gordon Soley, and Mean Gene Oakland, I think. No particular order. And the honorable mentions, I, I said. Um, all right, Rich, what about it? Um. I'm put the duo in the, the, the dynamic duo in together, Jim Ross and uh, Jared King Lawler. Mm -hmm. There's just the magic, the charisma that they had with each other, the, the contrast. Um, you know, Jim Ross was the 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 ultimate play-by-play -play guy. Like he yeah. could call a match blow by blow by blow, spot by spot by spot, mm -hmm. and make you feel like you know, it, it was like you felt every spot along with the action. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like his delivery, the demeanor. I just think how big that spot with the Undertaker and Mankind yeah. was when he threw him off the hell in the cell, but how much bigger it was by Ross's reaction. I think that was organic. Right. I yeah. mean, that was scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raphael, check your microphone right. real quick. I think it shows that you're on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. We got you. Now. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Without so question, um, you know, he, Ross, he told the story of the match. He was a great yes. story. As it was unfolding. Yeah, as it was unfolded, he was real time he is. storytelling is pretty hella hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesse the body for me is just yeah. that guy because, like, like I said, he was the ultimate character. He was like one of the, like you don't watch, you know, wrestling for a commentator, but you watched it for him. Yes, because yeah. his, his persona, his personality was so freaking big. Um. And of course, for me, you know, he made another Mount Rushmore of mine, and that's Paul Heyman. Because, like I said, his yeah. his his descriptiveness, and like I said, the energy that he brought, you know, behind the mic. Also, you know, he just he made you feel like you were a part of it. Mm -hmm. If I were to go Absolutely. honorable honorable mentions, uh, Vince would be one. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, who's uh, your fourth on the Rushmore? I, I had uh, Lawler King. Oh, you put them in together. I got you. Okay. Lawler King, Vince, uh, uh, Jesse the Body, and uh, Paul Heyman. Okay, got you. Okay. So gotcha. we got Vince and um, I would it's go. Uh, uh, oh, Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla yeah. Monsoon. Yeah, Gorilla Monsoon. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Jr. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, I mean, he just he knows how to. He knows how to tell a story. He knows how to uh, he knows how to do the play by play on a match. Um, I'm gonna say Tony Schiavone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've always been a fan of his. I I, I enjoyed his work. Um, 
I'm going to say Joey Styles too, because yeah, okay. you know Joey Styles was very underrated commentator. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I think that he doesn't get the the mentions he deserves. You know, and a lot of times, but he's definitely a great commentator. Go back and and, and listen oh, yeah. to some of his commentary, Jimmy. You've you've heard him. Oh, you know, he's sure. great in ECW. He was very, very um, detailed about the moves. Like he was like a move guy. You know what I mean? He knew exactly. all the moves. He studied. And you're absolutely yes. right about that. And he could carry the broadcast if he didn't have a partner. He and did so for yes, several pay per views for ECW and did the TV all by himself for a long time. And exactly. uh, yeah, he had a lot of great traits. He could, you know, uh, be objective, but also be kind of sarcastic. You know, he was funny. Yeah, very witty. Yeah. So that's a good choice. Yeah. And and the last one, as far as the Mount Rushmore, I'm gonna have to put Michael Cole in there. I know I know Richard's not a big Michael Cole fan. But mm -hmm. let's face it, I'm not gonna take credit away from I, the guy. You know what? You're Michael right. Cole could be he could be where but the guy could he could call a match. He he's learned how to do match. it. I think he's gotten it's, better. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, man. Like if the anonymous general manager was better than Michael Cole. Well <laughs> I mean when, when when you're looking at a match, you know. Jimmy, you've done some commentating. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to do, bro. You no. know that? Oh because, God. you know, and, and like when, when I'm watching the match, he's like, you know, Irish went to the rope, this, that. You know, it's like he's uh -huh. going from move to move to move. So he's good at doing that. When you're you commentating, know, you have to second guess. Fair, but when you're you, commentating, you, you, gotta, you gotta give me a little bit more second. than just tell me, you know, just tell me what the spots are. You know, that's that's the element. Well, that's, he does that now, yeah. though. Michael Cole does a little bit better, I think. With the, don't you think, Raphael? I think you're saying that yeah, too, with the storytelling. I think he does a good he's job. He's not now. up there. With, I, he's not up there with Jim no. Ross. I mean, nobody is. No, nobody no, no. Is. I'm not saying he. I no, mean, no, no. I'm well, telling Richard mainly. <laughs> I mean, to compare, compare him to Jim Ross would be like comparing a filet mignon with a McDonald's yeah, hamburger. You know what I mean? Jonathan Coachman did the same thing, but at least he threw a little something in there. You know, what yeah. saying a little. Something and as as far as honorable mentions, um, I'm gonna say Taz. I think Taz yeah, does I mean, a good job at commentating. Um, and, I didn't like him as well but, in in, in uh, TNA, but I liked him in the WWA, E to F, whatever. Oh and, yeah, he now. did great. And, uh, uh, TNA though, he was a little more like Lawler. I didn't quite like that style, but uh, that was just me. I preferred uh, his other. Yeah, one. but go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Coach Jonathan uh -huh. Coachman. Another guy that could, you know, he's he's great. He doesn't. <laughs> he he's the kind of guy that he he'll just sit there and talk trash while the commentator's right. there and just. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not really doing play by play per se, but mm -hmm. you know, he's the one that's there. Like, oh no, he he you know he, he didn't cheat. He he slipped and hit her across the head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but you, you, know, you so, made, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying that that's that's what makes it fun, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah, JR's doing, you know, the play-by-play -play and stuff and and you know, mm -hmm. Jerry, you know, Jerry the King Waller's so busy talking about puppies. Right. <laughs> and it works. They they had a great chemistry. It, it works. I can't deny. It works. But uh, you know, I, I do want to go back to Michael Cole for a second. I think it's great that you mentioned that. He has really amped up the storytelling aspect, I think. He works for what they need now. And I think he does well for what they need now. Would yeah. it have? Did he work as well in the old eras? No, I think he works for what they need now, and that is he listens to what they're telling him. He's able to relay it smoothly. He can keep the pace yeah. of the commentary going. He can second guess sometimes what the next move's going to be and how it affect you know and when to call the move and when to talk about the story. There's a now right. there's a, yeah. there's a line there. You can't just do it the way like I'll honorably mention Lance Russell and and. Um, for Memphis as well as uh, uh, was it Bob Connell in uh, in the Mid Atlantic region and then South Atlantic later, they were more as well as Gordon Soley and even Joey Styles. They would call the moves, but maybe yeah. not as much of the story. But they were real quick with the moves. But now they want more of a storytelling aspect. So you know, Jim Ross had to adjust his style. He was a very technical yeah. commentary, and then he adjusted. Mm -hmm. And uh, Michael Cole's kind of had to do the same thing. And I, I think you're right, Raphael. I think um, you got to give him credit for that, for being Ooh. able to grow and to do it yeah. the way McMahon wants to do it. You know, and and but to be no, the guy, no. if they want him on Fox Network Television, then he's doing something right in somebody's eyes. Obviously, right now right. the. The uh, NX, the one that was commentating for NXT for a while, uh, was Maro Maro Ranallo, dude. That dude was great, man. 
Yeah, he was an MMA fighter to begin with. An MMA uh, commentator, rather, to begin with. Yeah, but he did, man, it worked well. When NXT, a little, he made... little trivia for you, if you want a little trivia. Oh, he called, <laughs> he not only called Shayna Baszler as a wrestler, but Shayna Baszler as an MMA fighter. Yeah. Wow. Did you know that? I did not know. I didn't know he called as an MMA fighter. I know he, he had some other background prior to wrestling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean. But she was the NXT I, champion, I, I think, during his era, right? Have I got that right? Wasn't she the NXT champion during Morrow's so. yeah. commentary? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean. And he, that I think dude he called Jessamine Duke, too. When Jessamine Duke, wasn't she in NXT for a while? Which I one? Jessamine Duke. I believe so. I don't know. I haven't, Jessam, Jessam, I haven't watched NXT in a while. Okay. Uh, she was, wasn't she there with Baszler and all that? No? Okay. But yeah, this, I, dude, I, I, this was like, this was a few years ago, bro. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 2019. Because Shayna Baszler's been on, a, she's already been on uh, Yeah. On Raw and SmackDown. But I'm, I'm putting Ronaldo in there, and I think he called both of their f fighting careers, too, I think, a couple times. Yeah, he's yeah. called a lot of great matches, man. Like yeah. NXT, you know, Fighting a, lot career of, a lot of amazing well. matches. Yeah, his. I noticed he has that really like excitable voice, almost like somewhere between McMahon and I don't know who else. I, I can't think. Uh, maybe Jim. He Ross? has a little bit of. He has a little bit of. A little bit of both. Yeah. A little I'm bit sorry, of you were saying. No, I'm saying yeah, he's got a little bit of both the Vince and the Jim Ross. Yeah, kind of a hybrid. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely energetic, and uh, I think there's something missing without him. I don't think he's there now, is he? I don't think he commentates there now. Uh, nope. I haven't watched NXT in forever, so I, you know, but I remember it, you know. A few and after years the rebranding of 2.0, man, it kind of went downhill, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. You know, um, but yeah, he, he's been commentating for a while, Morrow has, and I think he even did some Stampede Wrestling stuff back mm -hmm. in the 80s. Is that right? I believe so. In the eighties too. Yeah, he, he's he he's definitely Marvel. he's definitely a guy that is very talented when it comes to commentating. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very much. Oh my. Um okay. I, old school here. How can we not mention Cowboy Bill Watts? Yeah, yeah. um he was okay in my book. Um before his before his time, you gotta remember how limited you know you yeah. were back then. It's old school, you can't you know, this is pre. This is even well, pre WWF. So, like Bill Watts was, you know, he was, he was, he was excellent behind the mic. He was. I, I mean, I guess I remember. I, I think about Jim Ross, and then I go back and listen to uh, Bill Watts. It's not quite the same to me. Of course know. not. But I mean, um, you know, Jim Ross is the goat. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, he learned. Jim Ross is the goat. But he store he studied from Gordon and Bill Watts. So right. you would think that Bill Watts would be. You know, I, I just sometimes he seemed to have trouble putting the story over to me. He wasn't well, I mean, as energetic. You know, That's Michael what it was. It was the energy. Inspired by Dr. J, he turned out to be better than him so i mean oh yeah <laughs> true that yeah I, guess, eric bishop? I think eric bishop did a good job commentating he did a good job he did okay I think um, he did a good job yeah i know um you know i think he, he was doing it right hard sometimes dude. yes yeah just a little too maybe hard. just a little and yeah. with i think i think my problem i think the bill watts thing i think it's the energy sometimes that was yeah. lacking maybe maybe that's what i'm thinking about and uh but he did have one interesting thing that jr followed and that was having different adjectives for the heels and the baby faces. Mm -hmm. Like, what a devastating clothesline if it was a right. heel, or a beautifully executed clothesline if it was a baby face. Mm -hmm. So you were yeah. telling that's part of the story, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they, they... What do you think about Josh Matthews? I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he did a good job. And then he ended up going to Impact Wrestling, and he was doing commentating over there, and then uh, he did some... He'll work over there as well. Yeah. Better as a Now, I think he's not heel. done yet, but who I think if he decides to do it after he's done working is Jericho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does pretty good. Well. Jericho he does has some done some commentary. commentary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he's very good. Matter of fact, CM Punk did some commentating yeah. too. Yeah. 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 I think he'd be a good commentator, CM Punk, maybe as a heel yeah. or maybe if he's tween or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We mentioned MVP earlier. I could yeah. see MVP do, doing good commentary mm -hmm. also. 
Mm-hmm. That guy's just talented. I'm, I'm just a big fan of his. So. He is. Oh, that's no, yeah, he's fantastic. Um, so I guess that about wraps it up, guys. What do you think? I think we've got our uh, top four of the commentators, and we've mentioned. We're gonna post this on social media because we want this debate to continue. We want to hear yes. what you guys have to say. This, yeah, this is a never-ending debate. That's yes, never-ending. Yes. No, I mean, yeah. And everybody that's listening to us on the Believe Network on the different platforms, I think they have opinions too. Hopefully. Um, I'm sure there was the beauty of it, dude, because everybody's opinion is different, you know, exactly. Right. And we hope everybody's listening on the Believe Network, iHeart, radio, Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and everything and anything in between. Right. That's right. Yeah. And so and wrestling fans, we're going to post this also. You like these kind of shirts? We got more on the way. So throwbacks. R-us.com. Throwbacks the letter R us.com. We have gotten our hands on a limited selection of WrestleMania X7 t-shirts that we're gonna be releasing soon. They're gonna go fast, but we were able to get our hands on them. I can't tell you how, but they're coming. And as soon as we, we post them, you might want to go get them because you're probably not gonna get another chance to get your hands on them ever again. I absolutely. I know I'm going. So that's going to do it for our show. BLEAV.com. Search for BTP Sports. That's how you're going to find the Wrestling Addict show on those streaming uh, apps. And we're going to wrap it up for Richard Walker and Raphael Guzman. I'm Jimmy Anderson reminding you that the best addictions are safe and healthy addictions. Keep clean. Stay out of trouble. And we'll see you for the next Wrestling Addicts. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for being with us. And so long. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.